0: What if I told you this wasn't recording? <laughs> I see that it is recording, so I'm not worried. Okay. I don't so know I just what hit... we would do. I don't know. All right. So we hit pause. Yeah, I think it'll work.
1: Because she's left all her school for right now? Like,
0: No, do you have that? Com- do you procrastinate? Okay. I did not leave oh, all I my stuff for right now.
1: <laughs> I procrastinate so much. It's really bad.
0: I think Chrissy's a procrastinator. No, I no. Have- I you did not are. leave all my stuff until right now. <laughs> I just happen to have a lot of things I'll do the same week. And uh, some of it's finals where we just finished covering all the material. There's only so much I could do ahead of time. Chrissy, you're I've a procrastinator. Gotten a lot I've gotten a lot better with procrastinating. I used to be really bad. I've gotten a lot better. You may be in recovery, but you're still a procrastinator. Chrissy, for her wedding, it was like... Two months before and I was like, all right, who were the bridesmaids? Because I was like lead bridesmaid and Chrissy's like, oh, I haven't asked them yet. And I was like, no, no, no. Here's what happened. I we were originally. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Okay, We were originally only going to have you and Jacob, like our brother and sister as our bridal party. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because we're like, like, it's a lot to ask people to be in your wedding and like we won't be able to like help offset the cost for them. So that'll be a lot. But then we ended up getting more money from some parents, not our parents, (laughs) Joshua's parents. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're like, maybe, maybe we can have a bridal party. And like, actually, maybe that is something we want. So then that's why I asked people after the fact. Also, we were only engaged for like six months. So, and I asked them like, I don't know, maybe May or something. It was like two months maybe after we got engaged. All I know is that I had asked you, okay, that might be the truth of what happened. But what was presented to me is I didn't know that it was, I didn't know all these things. All I knew is I was asking, do you want bridesmaids? And you didn't tell me yes or no. And you're just like, oh, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I
1: don't think that's what I
0: said. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember. Why Why would I keep asking you who the bridesmaids are multiple weeks in a row? I don't know. I wouldn't have just said it's only you. I don't yeah, know. In my memory, this was very clear, <laughs> but it's possible. <laughs> I didn't communicate it all. My I remember, mind. All I remember is that I asked you multiple times because I was like, I'm supposed to be organizing things and you're like, I haven't asked them yet. I'm like, you need to ask them. And then I asked you again and you're like, no, I want to write them like a special note and I want to make it really special. And I was like, time for special is over. You know like, what? That's true. That is true. Once I decided that I wanted bridesmaids, I did want to like make it nice and thoughtful. Considering that we had been engaged for two months and I felt kind of bad that it was. <laughs> so that is true. That is true. It did take me a while to actually ask them once we decided we were going to have other people. Yeah, I don't know. I Maybe that's time true. is a construct and I have no idea. But from what I remember is that it felt like last minute and I was like, girly girl, you need to ask these people to see if they even have the time to do it. Yeah. So that's when okay. I found out Chrissy's a procrastinator.
1: <laughs> but maybe,
0: maybe not. I don't know. Historically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're hitting Bookalicious Turbo Speed and we're going to wrap up this book. Are we? We have we have 15 pages. That's what I've been asking. Really? Only 15 pages? All right, 35. We, that means we've only <laughs> gone through 10. Because didn't we start with 45 or something? We're, no, we started on page we've like 60. Through, we've gone through 15 pages, according to my book. okay well that's 25 pages in mine okay 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 so all right but we're gonna go a little bit faster okay this is the time is finally nigh (laughs) we're literally running up to the budget chrissy doesn't have much more time to invest because she has to study for finals so we're gonna wrap this bad boy up all right chrissy summary chapter 61 go for it Okay, chapter sixty one. It's called Seo, which means intelligence. Um, and in this chapter we learned that, <laughs> we learned that nothing Harathan does is for show. I okay I started imagining Harathan in this chapter as Zoolander and just everything <laughs> he's doing is like a fashion show. <laughs> so I'd like steel. us to read it. Yeah, I'd like us to read it with that <laughs> image in our mind. We learned that um, Shuden does his Tai Chi to save the world. Ryoden doesn't dissolve in the sugar pool. Um, and he ends up saving Elantris and Harathin saves Serene. Yes. So Diloph and Harathan they're in Teod with Serene. And I guess they're keeping up the pretense that they're going to give Serene to eventio and then they're gonna double cross him is I guess their strategy yeah um, and then this is when herathen's like this is enough I can't be a part of this um, and so he uh, um, goes to save Serene and then Diloph stabs Herathan, but Herathan has his armor on and Harathan was like I thought that was playmobile, dress up and then Harathan goes nothing I do is for show <laughs> Nope, nothing he does is for show. Yeah, so then he saves Serene, mm-hmm. um, then takes her away. Yes, then Rayo ends in the pool. Nothing important there. Um, oh, what we find out in the pool is that <laughs> it's like the Do you want to save your game now, <laughs> or do you want to quit? And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd like to continue on with the adventure. I'm not ready to quit now. So he selects the continue button. So then he comes back out of the pool. <laughs> That's what we find out there. Then we find out this really crazy line. Because now we're back to the bo- the body pyre. And so during, all right. So the Fjordals finished dousing the lanterns with oil, then prepared their torches. During the entire process, Shudan moved his arms in restraint, circular patterns, blah, 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 blah. This is the part. Lucal began to wonder if Shudan wasn't planning an assault at all, but simply preparing himself for the inevitable. <laughs> I was like, could you imagine? He's just like, he's just like one final dance. <laughs> <laughs> he's in his last dance mode. But while, but while he's charging up, there's a slight glow following Shudan's movement. So we're seeing that whatever this is, the Jindonis do is also tapping into that Elantrian magic oh that makes sense yeah okay okay that's all i had for that i was wondering if he was glowing because he was like tapping into his purpose or something i was still tying it back to that and like maybe i think i think if you make um i think you can make the argument that the magic might have some overlap with your purpose i think there could be some abstraction there okay um, but yeah, so Lucal and Shootin, they're getting ready to fight. Now, Herathan and Serene are running through the city, and Serene's- this is the first time Serene's really ever talking to this guy, and even though he's been obsessed with her, apparently, and is in love with her. <laughs> and she's like, you can't fight them all, there's too many. And he's like, oh, 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 I'm so strong. He's like, but you're right. So <laughs> then she's like, well, luckily, this is my town, so I know places. So she's like, look, there's an open door. They go and they hide in there. Yeah. Okay, this is- <laughs> <laughs> what? You find an open door. That's yeah. what counts as knowing the town.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the same as if I didn't know the town. <laughs> but she knew. She knew it was a good, a good door to go into. Well, <laughs> uh, we get an important line here too, where it says, uh, "The Dakor were faster, stronger, and tougher, but Harathan was more determined. For the first time in years, his heart and his mind agreed." Oh my! So it's giving him an extra boost.
1: Cringe. 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 cringe
0: because cause he loves serene. no it's not about serene it's about not doing the dakor thing he said that's evil I can't do that I guess I didn't read any of this as love triangle in the second half like I thought love triangle was subdu- subdued over here like Karathin was just doing the right thing that well, was my read okay that's a good a read, read. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> I will lose it at this point I was gonna say that read makes the book a lot better but I don't think it's what happened <laughs> well okay I guess I reread up till basically this chapter last night so we'll see what I think on my second read of the next chapters well and we'll also see Chrissy's. Chrissy's memory, and we'll see if she really did procrastinate <laughs> on those bridesmaids or not. <laughs> I guess that's true. We will. I'll we'll be exposed. <laughs> um. All right. We see Rayodin. He made it out of the water. He like jumped out like Shamu. And Gal- Galadin's like whoa. And then Rayodin says, "Come." He finally rasped, stumbling to his feet. Which is what made me think that Kin was an Elantrian or something. Because his voice was raspy. But yeah. But guess it's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. Now, Rayoden is still Hoed, even though he's brought his mind out of the coma. And he's still, like, dizzy. So he's, like, drunken, stumbling out of the pool. And then Karada, Karada and Galadin are, like, watching him go. And they're like, where is he going to go? And then he goes to the top of the mountain where you're like, that seems like the lemurs that... Gonna swan himself. dive off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back to Lugal and Shuden, and now they're attacking. And then when aid finally did come, it was by no one else other than the fencing women. That was wild. Yeah. So now the women come in their dresses and their bonnets with their little swords, and they come running after. <laughs> yeah. After everyone. But then, as soon as people fight back, they give up. Yeah. And then <laughs> Eshin dies. The back old to, queen.
1: Back to Shaq and the preschoolers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're going to fight these
1: demons. We've never fought anyone before, but we're going to fight these demons.
0: Right. So, as soon as one person gets attacked, then they say we're kidding we're going back to the pyre so then they they throw themselves back onto the body thing.
1: you know what you guys had a point i i i'm gonna go back here
0: yeah they're like you know what you're right you're right burn me alive burn me alive anything there no i i just thought it was funny i'm imagining all the women like in unison with their little yeah <laughs> just, just practicing their formations, but not actually attacking anyone. And then one of the, one of them gets stabbed, and they're like, "Oh my god, we didn't practice that!" And they like throw their little swords away, and they're like, you "Never mind." <laughs> so now it's back to they're just
1: hoping that the person lines up with the formations.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then they say, "Never mind." And then Lucal and Shuden are like, "Okay, we're gonna take on this whole army by ourselves." Um, but Lucal gets hit. Okay, whatever. Now we're back to Rayodin, and now he's drunken, stumbling down the mountain, and Galladin and them are trying to keep up. Yeah, one now, slip and he's done for. That's it. Now we're back to Serene, and her and Harathan are hiding in the little room that she found. Oh, they're okay, hiding in the room. Hmm. Yes, but this is where the family Harathen's, is, right?
1: Like feeling like. Mm. <laughs>
0: Well, he does undress in this section.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know mm-hmm. what, Serene? I agree. I'm a virgin, and uh, I know she's like, I,
0: I, am I am too. Engaged <laughs> seven times. <laughs> I had my one chance with my zombie prince, and I sent him away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, this was the Zoolander moment, though, because he's they're like climbing out of this house, and. then Harathan begins pulling off his armor with no explanation which is (laughs) strange (laughs) on my second reading but it's because it was too distinctive for it to be worth it even though it's giving him protection it's going to give them away but this was a zoolander part where it goes where serene goes you've been walking around with this real armor all these months wasn't that difficult And I just harassed, like, pulling off his feather boa, and he's like, the burden of my calling. (laughs) He stood bare-chested, wearing only a pair of thin, knee-length trousers and a long, sleeve-like band of cloth around his right arm. Why the covered arm, Serene wondered. Some piece of Dorothy priest garb? Other questions were more pressing, however. We almost went into like a romantic novel where the priest and the girly girl get together, but Sanderson <laughs> takes a left turn. And we go.
1: I'm I'm gonna be honest here. Like, um, I feel like Serene has the hots for whoever she's around. She's like, oh, you're looking at me. I love you. <laughs>
0: she yes, she's pick me girl, pick me girl energy, and she wants anyone to pick her. okay so this is so then serene's like why did you turn on your people and this is the line chrissy talked about earlier my faith is in jadith a god who wants the devotion of men a massacre does not serve him so we had kind of already talked about that type of thing earlier unless you have more that you want to chat about chris oh Oh.
1: uh, okay so this i i read this part and i could not help but read it in light of um him being uh, a Mormon.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Like I could not read it outside of that light.
0: Yeah. Where he agrees with the faith, but what the institution of the church does, he does not agree entirely with. Yeah. Is that what you mean?
1: and, And so like there's in Mormonism, right? You have the LDS church, which is like mainline Mormonism. But then you have all the fundamental sects, right? Like, so FLDS is mm-hmm. like one of the more well known ones. And, um, they, especially in fundamental Mormonism, the big thing is oh, the, the, the big LDS people, they've gone off the deep end. Mm-hmm. They, they, they are doing all the wrong things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, it just kind of felt a, a, a very similar to that in my mind mm-hmm. right that you're you're looking at these people and saying oh they're they're wrong because uh they don't have they're not following Joseph Smith the way they should be following him anyways and, and i felt that way with him he's like oh the the lds church has gone wrong i'm going to a more true and fundamental form of the faith right back to the original mm. teachings
0: uh, oh i was taking it the opposite way that oh the lds church does it right but we have these like little cults on the side that like to have well, sister wives
1: yes well the the lds church would say that they do it right but all the fundamentalists say no they don't
0: right so i guess i was thinking that sanderson would fall more in the church not the fundamentalist group
1: i'm not saying that sanderson's a fundamentalist i'm just that was how i took it
0: oh uh, okay okay yeah I think anytime you have religion, Uh um, there's innate power that you have over people who follow it. Yeah. And I think power is too tempting for most people, and Mm -hmm. they'll take advantage of it in some way. That's a good thought, though. Anything there, Chris? Um. I don't think so. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because we had that big showdown with Harathin and Omen on the Elantris wall where he's like, mm-hmm. what happens to your faith, Harathin?" And now we're kind of seeing him come back to his faith, but in like what he's seeing as like the good and true way, um, where he's like recognizing that Deloft's actions are evil. And Turin goes, but your faith. And he goes, my faith is in Jadith. And he doesn't want a massacre. So, yeah. Kind of see full like- circle. I guess he's realizing his faith is in the God and not in the church. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think sometimes, I don't know. I don't know how you can divorce the two. Mm-hmm. That seems like a really slippery line to delineate. Yeah. Like, if you say the church yeah. is doing it wrong, then it's like, okay, well, then who's doing it right? And then you're like, well, I know what's right. And then it's like, do you know what's right? What makes what you say right over what the church is saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's kind of how a lot of different sects have started. Exactly. Right? Like, they're doing it wrong. So, Hassan's going to start his own thing now. Yeah. He's going to start <laughs> another spin off religion. Yeah. Well, he would. He would. If, if he made it out. Spoiler alert. Okay, so now we flip back to Ray Odin and his feet have turned into just lumps of flesh that he's running on, which right. I have stubbed my toe and I couldn't even imagine if the whole thing was lacerated. That was disgusting. <laughs> now we go back to Lukul and they're in the body pit and he got stabbed in the leg. I don't even think he did anything. I think he had that Ikea chair leg, gave one whack, <laughs> got stabbed, fell back in the pit. Like this <laughs> is the the saddest uprising that I've ever seen. Yeah, um, and then they actually light the they put gas on the um, oil on the tire and then they burst it into flames. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now we flip back and now it's Karada and Galladin and they're watching. They're watching Rayodan run up this mountain with his little meat feet. <laughs> <laughs> his little sausage feet just <laughs> bleeding everywhere running up the mountain they're like what is he doing and they they're not helping him they're just watching him yeah. and then they're like yeah. then they see some guards have caught on to them they probably heard all of the screaming and they ran they're chasing them so now Galladin and karada are chasing after Rayodin up this mountain being like let's hope he has something up his sleeve yeah, I thought this scene was hilarious in my mind because <laughs> you have like little Rayodin, like just a few, you know, little pieces of flesh sewn together and he's like <laughs> running down this mountain. And then the soldiers come and then Galadin and Crotter are like, we gotta save Ryoden. So they like jump in front of them, and then of course they immediately die. But then the whole climax of this is Rayodin's carrying a stick. And I'm just yes. imagining this, like, if you're to take the music off of a mute movie and just watch yes. it silent and you just see this little man <laughs> stumbling with a stick and then he finally gets there and like draws in the sand and you're like what is going on <laughs> yes so he runs up to this little place and then he draws a line and then Karada like Chrissy said jumps in the way she gets beheaded um Galladin gets stabbed and then as soon as Rayodin strikes this line <clears throat> then light explodes from the ground yeah, so they don't really say how Ryota knew exactly where to go other than there was this some- is, This force, is the crazy,
1: like, like this is as crazy as, like, the step dude, right? Like, knowing how many steps. How, so I like, think- When does he figure this out?
0: So he, in the pre- Okay, because I agree. I was like, when I first read this, I was like, what is happening? But they they said when he was in his stupor- yeah. And he saw the lines, and he got like a vision, basically, of what to do. Where did that vision come from? Yeah, where did the vision come from? Don't know. We'll say magic. Yeah. Well, maybe it was that like third god who's in all the worlds or whatever that you were talking about. Just slipped him a little note. (laughs) (laughs) Hoid. Yeah, yeah. Whoever.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, Hey, I'm in here. Yeah. So how did Ray Odin figure this out? Who knows? Very convenient plot point. Um, but it turns out there's this this Aeon that powers up the whole the whole thing. And it's this little you just have to draw a little Aeon on this one spot where all the magic is, and then it can open it up. And then it turns out Elantris is a massive Aeon. And that's why the city's so powerful, because they drew the town. Did As you
1: read or watch Full Metal Alchemist?
0: Yes. This oh, I is saw
1: some. some of it. This is essentially very similar. You draw shapes in the ground in order to um, mm-hmm. like do special magical things. And in the spoiler for anybody who hasn't finished the sh- TV show that's been done for a decade, um, if th- the ultimate goal was to turn the entire country into a giant transmutation circle. You're in right. Order. Yeah. And so um, very, very similar kind of elements here, right? Using uh, different locations to create your, your magic thing.
0: Yeah. That might be why it felt like it made so much sense to me. I wouldn't be surprised if Sanderson has seen Full Metal Alchemist and lifted some of that.
1: And you know what? Good writing.
0: Uh, You know, I I, I was going to say, I was like, yeah, I think it's a good idea. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, the other key thing is that the Aeon that the shape of a is in is none other than Aeon Rayo, Mm -hmm. which means spirit. So
1: we all saw it
0: coming. Yep. So now, now Rayoden is like Beauty and the Beast when the spell is broken and he starts hovering in the air and his transformation he's glowing and he goes from like his disgusting sausage feet to normal toes again. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: okay, I have a question here. This this is something I didn't quite understand. Yeah. Um was he was there like a section of wall that had gotten destroyed in the chasm and he had to recomplete the line? Is is that what we're looking at here or is it that um Uh, it's not that, but rather, how can I say this? Um, he has to make a new line because of the chasm.
0: Yes. So what it is, is that the, so if you can imagine, just imagine that the magic is underneath the ground. And the only way you can get it out from there is that you have to draw this shape of the land. And that's, Uh like, the key. When the Uh chasm opened up, it changed the shape of the land, so all of their magics broke. It broke the code, basically, the computer code. Right. And so what Rayodin had to do is he had to go up there, fix the bug. Basically, he had to redraw it now with the line in it. And then it was fixed. And he had to do it in this special spot, because this is where all the power, like, concentrates.
1: So there was, like, a section of wall that went missing, and he had to... So drawing a line in the sand counts as a wall.
0: So you can draw the A on, you had to draw it on the specific geographical spot. This is where all the power had pooled up. So if you draw it in the sand, it's the same thing. And they talk about that before where it's like you can draw it in the sand and even if someone wipes it away, as long as they're not another Elantrian, the magic still holds.
1: So... So it's not just that he's drawing it with a stick, but he's using his stick as a special tool, like if he were drawing in the air, but he's drawing on the ground. Yeah. I mean, that makes more sense.
0: Yeah. So. Kind of. So that's it. He just had to go on that special sand spot, and he just had to tap open, tap it open, and then the power starts flying out. Zoom. Yep. And so now Rayodin's glowing, and then he looks at the soldiers, and he's super powerful now, and he's like, get out of here. And then he's like, you have one hour to get out of here. Yeah. I uh, really thought that corn was going to be central to the plot. And they're going to have to eat food from the ground to get the power. Mm-mm. I was kind of disappointed it never came up. What did you think about this as a solution? I thought it was good. I think it's a little... I guess it has to be directly on the ground because that's where the power is coming from because mm-hmm. it seems like it'd be more secure if it was on like a wall or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So no one could just like wipe it away. <laughs> but well you have to be a Lantrian to wipe it away, right? Exactly. And yeah. Rayo didn't mention that. Like even if you put it in the sand and someone brushed it off, I think that's why Sanderson mentioned that specific line. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, but I mean, I thought I thought it was cool. Hmm. yeah so now now okay now there's hope is there oh there is with Ryodin. do you want to summarize that next part chrissy sure um so yeah so Rayodin became his true elantrian self and he starts glowing but what we also find out is all that all the elantrians who had been like dismembered they come back together too and they start glowing and so now this whole pyre of like flaming bodies they're actually alive again and that was probably terrifying for the people there (laughs) 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 so anyways so that happens um, and then they see Rayodin come out like on the mountain and he's like I am here and then he basically tells all of the um, Dorethi warriors too he's like you guys gotta get out of here also I'm back Mm Mm-hmm. It was very like Moses coming down <laughs> Mount, what was it Mount Sinai? Yeah, with no. the tablets of um, the tablets. Whatever mountain he was on. He was coming down the mountain with the tablets, glowing, <laughs> having just seen God. You know? Yeah. Some similarities there. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there's a line here that I liked where um all the soldiers are running, and they're escaping into the city, and their leader slunk behind them. And then it says, before Rayodin's glory, the monk's horrible body seemed more pitiful than terrifying. Which, like, if you kind of have these two powers of, like, good and evil, it's like, evil's mm-hmm. really powerful, but if you're reading this with, like, a rosy perspective, it's like, in the face of good, evil pales. Comparison. Could be Uh-oh. one read. I like I that. Like I like yeah. it. I feel like Sanderson is all of us um, as he's writing Lucal, who's like, was passing out and he didn't get healed from the Elantrian magic. So he's still like, you know, on death's door. And Lucal says, how totally unexpected, he declared, then proceeded to fate from blood loss. I thought that line was so funny. I know. Alright, now we flip back to Diloph and his nose is broken and his power doesn't let him heal so I guess he's just stuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he hears his wife still screaming in his mind like revenge. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, and I thought that was interesting and my question is, are Diloph and Rayodin foils of each other? Because Rayodin was healed by Elantris and then Diloph's wife was killed by Elantris and then D'Loth is full of hate, but Rayodin is full of love, mm-hmm. and they kind of opposites. I think so. Like and Perathen. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's what it's supposed to be. I don't think, to Sam's point, that the execution goes off correctly because D'Loth really just kind of does an about face. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is it seemed like he was going in one direction. And then somewhere along this book, it he like we said, he turned into a one-dimensional character. And I don't know that a one-dimensional character could be a true foil for Rayoden. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> Although how many dimensions does Rayoden have? He's pretty pretty kind of straight line. I feel yeah. like. I guess I guess he grows a little bit. He grows a little bit and he has like thoughts and he struggles with yeah. things. Delof is just like one track mind. That's true. Okay. Chapter 62? Chapter 62. Okay. So chapter 62, it's called Rayo, which of course means punishment, like Dreyok crush throat. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, and so here we see Herathen and Serene still trying to escape. Um, in Teod, um, Harathin ends up sacrificing himself to save Serene, um, and then Rayodin finds a way to get to Teod to save Serene after he's demolished all of the all of the monks in Elantris.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rayodin realizes he has the power of the eagles. And he can call them at any time. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the point where Harathen and Serene, the love triangle, in the last pages, Sanderson is scrambling. So Serene and Harathen, they're in like the, they're in Teod and Harathen's like, we got to get out of here. Like, if you want to live, Serene, you got to run away with me. And she's like, I'm not leaving. And then this is the point. Serene ground her teeth. The Jorn's words had apparent sense in them, but it was possible he was concocting things to get her to accompany him. Of course, there was no reason for him to do such a thing. What cared he for Serene? She had been his fervent enemy. So he undressed, he showed her his hot bod, and now he's (laughs) like, let's run away Mm. together. Mm. And Mm. Serene's like, I feel like you're just trying to get me to get into the unmarked van oh no (laughs) (laughs) i'll be honest i'll admit i did not reread this chapter last night i completely forgot all these specific details that happened there are some (laughs) explicit love triangle things going on here (laughs) yes come here baby oh no
1: i need some next sweet loving
0: i know it's terrible then we see, okay, this is the next point supporting it. Horrified at his show of weakness before the girl, Harathan then quickly steeled his heart against further questions. Yes, he had betrayed Shu Durath. Yes, he was a traitor. But yeah, so he was just like, oh my God. He's like, I let Serene know I loved her by telling her to run away with me. And she was like, what are you talking about? And he's I embarrassed. That's. <laughs> Those are the shower thoughts that would ha- that would have haunted Harathen for the rest of his life. Every time he had like, oh my god, remember that time I told Serena to run away with me? And she said, why would I do that?
1: Wait, you're not feeling this right now? I mean, that's what's going on. He's like, man, we, we really got something. This is how little um, Harathen knows women.
0: Right? I know.
1: But he's like, you're feeling this, right? Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. he's like we're we're on the same page they're not on the same page a line that i put that i think talks a little bit about the serial killer so we talked about earlier is ironically by opening himself to truth hrathen had also exposed himself to the guilt of his past atrocities so by saying that the church is doing bad things then he has to accept the fact that he did bad things too yeah but i like this shift because now he's like now i'm going to say that uh, what does it say? Uh, one thing kept him from despair. He could say that he now followed the truth in his heart. He could f- die and Aww. face Jadith with courage and pride. Aww. Yeah. Nice. Which I think is kind of why Aww. I didn't remember the love triangle thing. Because his like motivation is to do good now. It's kind of like Serene. it wasn't for Serene. No. It was it was for Jadith. Yeah. So now we get a call back to the priest that Harathan sent off on the first day. Yeah. He he comes back and all he does is tattle on Rathan. And Rathan's like, "I should have killed you when I was still evil." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, and then this is the final line of the love triangle. Rathan discarded all question. Instead, his view and consciousness was filled with Serene's worried face, the woman who had destroyed him. Because of her, he had finally rejected the lies he had believed all of his life. She would never know that he had come to love her. Goodbye, my princess, he thought. Jadith, be merciful to my soul. I only did the best I could. Cute or cringe? Cringe. Cringe. This is weird. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: he's created this, like, really deep relationship, and she doesn't know him at all. No. (laughs) This is, he he has a shrine of her, currently. Yes. In, in like, the, in in his bedroom. In his, like, little lockbox that nobody can see. and (laughs) and then like he dies people like empty out his stuff she finds out and she's like this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so Harathan got stabbed when that priest was tattling on him I guess he ran up and stabbed him and then Serene's watching Harathan die and this so after he's saying just to support Sam's claim about the shrine he has this whole elaborate thing from his perspective we get to Serene's perspective Um, she's like, Harathan, don't you dare leave me alone. He didn't respond. She had fought with him over the fate of two countries but had never really known who he was. She (laughs) never would. (laughs) Okay, my question with Harathan is how many women has he even seen in his life? Because we don't see any women monks. We don't see any women Dakor people. I don't know how Diloph met his wife, but like, this might be the only woman he's ever met. Okay, he's, no, no, no. He's walked around the town. He's seen women before. Okay, I guess that's true. But, like, no one who's been his, like, intellectual equal.
1: That, again, is not saying much for this book.
0: No. (laughs) I agree.
1: (laughs) That is not saying much.
0: (laughs) Man. Uh, Yeah, so, yeah, go for it. I was going to pull out another line from this little paragraph. Yeah, so dead. it's Serene's perspective as Wrath and there dying. And then it says, people gathered around her, upset by the sight of a dying band in the street. <laughs> it's like, what an understatement. <laughs> I know these demons are running amok in the town and they're just like, what's happening? This is so crazy. I'm like, oh my God, someone's dead. They're like, oh, <laughs> Um, But we see that one of them, one of, like, the bare-chested forms who are showing up in the alley, had blood on his face, the sign of a broken nose. So that's Diloph. That's Nathan Shelley coming in (laughs) to get Serene. Yeah. Then we find out that the priest, Hrathen, sent off. Once he got there, the Jorn was like, you know what? I have a great plan for you. He's like, this is all going to happen exactly how I'm imagining it. And then you're going to have to go to this town and you're going to have to kill Harathan because he's going to turn on us. But we can't kill him beforehand because we still need him to be a distraction for some reason. And so we find out that the priest was given that assignment to kill Harathan. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like Vijan or whoever the priest is, is kind of like, that's how Harathan started to... Because he's, like, trying to do this good thing, and he's like, oh, wow, I did it to serve jaded's empire, and he kind of seems to have the same motivation as Harathen does, and the same outlook.
1: No, he doesn't have the same outlook as Harathen. No. You don't he, think so? He wants, he wants revenge. He yeah. Wants, he is motivated by revenge.
0: Fionn? Yeah. No. Yeah. The priest who Harathan sent away. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah um I mean it's kind of revenge I don't know it, it doesn't I don't get a super angry vibe from him like he was just ordered to do this thing and he's like all right I'm gonna do it and it he says um Fion had performed his duty his period of penance was over like I and then with a merry step he got breakfast and I yeah, kind of thought okay. that <laughs> oh, yeah was step it. <laughs> you,
1: you stab someone you're like my dear I'm, like, I'm having a good day right now
0: Got everything done on my to-do list. <laughs> this was basically the gang initiation. Go kill this person, then you'll be part of the gang. And he's just like, All right, don't care that I knew the guy. He's dead. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I was reading it more of like Harathan did evil things because it was his duty. And I kind of just got the feeling that Fionn felt like this was the right thing to do. Like Harathan thought it was the right thing to do. I mean, I guess they all do, but D definitely has some more like vengeance overtones in there yeah I think I think Fionn's just really just a minion because he says um how had Wern known that Fionn would find in here on the streets of Tiod of all places convenient right Fionn would probably never know Lord Jadith moved in ways beyond the understandings of men but Fionn had performed his duty his period of penance was over so I think he's just, like, he's just not thinking about it. And I also think that if you're in a religion where they sacrifice people to go get their Starbucks coffee in the morning, that killing someone else just might not be that big of a deal. Yeah. Right. Okay. So now we're back to Rayodin and all the Elantrians are, they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm healed. But Lucal's like, leave me. I'm dying. Tend to the others. And the Radon's like, stop whining. And then he does a magic spell and then Lukul is cured. And then he's like, oh my god, I'm alive. He's like, okay, I can help you now. Yeah, Lucal's upset he doesn't have a scar to show off to people, but that's okay. But then um, Ash comes and is like, help, help. And what did you say? <laughs> oh, listen. Hey, listen. <laughs> 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 and she's like, hey, Serene is in Taod and they're they're taking over. And then is like, oh my gosh, gotta save them. Um, then we see Serene is back. We flash back to Serene. Diloff's like coming up, about to kill her. Then we flash back to Rayoden. Then like, I gotta save um, Serene. And this is where the whole eagle thing comes in, where Rayoden's like, All right, I have my transport Aeon, but I don't know the distance from here to Tayod. I never took geography. And who <laughs> comes? <But laughs> other like Aiden. Than Aiden, who knows exactly how many steps there are from here to Teod. I'm imagining Aiden went from Squidward to, like, handsome Squidward, and he's walking in with, like, a buff Elantrian body. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, how many steps is it possibly to Tiod? And then all of a sudden, he, like, saunters in, 1,326,805, Aiden said. That will take you to the docks, he said. I'm not sure how I know that. I went there as a child once, but... It'll have to be enough, Ray Odin thought. (laughs) (laughs) Sanderson just like, let's not, don't look over here. Let's keep going. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So now Ray Odin teleports exactly to where he needs to be. Convenient. um, Convenient, yep. So now we're back to Serene. Delof's about to kill her, but then who comes in but Rayodin. Woohoo! And then now Delof's pissed off because he already hated the Elantrians, but now they have power again. And then we find out that Rayodin had forgotten that his power gets weaker when he's far away from Elantris. And he's like, oh my god, I didn't even think of that. And he didn't bring anyone else with him. So then... So oh my now he's here, super handsome for his lady, but looks like he's going to get caught. Like, hey, and then she goes, you can't get us home. And he goes, not by aeon, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Okay, so now now Rayoden and Serene, they're fleeing the area, trying to get away from Diloph. And then we see um, King Aventio. And then they're, I guess they were trying to rescue him or something. Right. But then Diloph comes in and is like, whoa, I'm here. Yeah. So they come to rescue them. And then Serene says, not much of a rescue, Serene muttered, stepping forward to stand next to Rayoden, staring down the group of monstrosities with a contemptuous air. Her defiant irony brought a smile to Rayoden's lips. Next time, I'll remember to bring an army with me. I'm like, my God, you should have thought of that to begin with. (sighs) Anyway, (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) I guess, though, if his transportation didn't work, he don't want to sacrifice 100 people with him. I guess that's true. And since you couldn't come back, there's no way to verify. Yeah. (laughs) They'll never know. But that doesn't stop Galladin and him bringing all the Elantrians yeah, they they just assume they're like probably fine. Well, I guess they had a say on maybe I, I don't, don't know. Here's I the don't thing. Know.
1: Here, here's my question. Okay, here's my question. Um, Does every Elantrian have the same level of power? No. Or do some have more power than others?
0: Some have so more like, than
1: others. So, like, if we take that Ryoden is like uh, some kind of like boy genius savant, element, right? Yeah. How how is it that everybody else is also that good? Secondly. um uh, they do one of the farthest... I bet nobody has ever traveled that far ever.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: Right? Like, ever. And they're just like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense.
0: Well, no one's used any of the power for 10 years, so it's just overflowing right now. They're all Super Saiyan.
1: I know. Gosh. And here's the second thing. Okay, so they put in, like, the number of steps they write it on the Aode or whatever, Aeon? Yeah, Aon. yeah. Is it like Google... Where you like put in like, I have five cups, but I want to know how that any of that is in liters. And like the <laughs> just does the the <laughs> like the conversion, the
0: calculation. <laughs> so what you have to do is you have to you have to I guess in like the formula set what a unit is, of Right, steps. exactly. Yeah, so Aiden would say it's three million of my steps. My steps are sixteen feet. So in your like little what press. And 16 feet my step is 16 inches is what I meant to say my step 16 inches so it's going to be for a unit of a 16 inch step 3 million of them and then they put that into their that's what I that's what I'm imagining it to be okay I'm but... thinking you... uh-huh oh go for it I was gonna say I'm thinking you just include the unit in there you're like move me 3 million Aiden steps yeah that's what, I'm, <laughs> that's what I was trying to say oh that's I what guess. you're saying oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but It is all very wishy-washy. Yeah. You have no idea if it's going to work out. Yeah. And Diloph has just been learning all of this by watching Odin. But he learned it well enough to transport all the way here with an army. Yep. So he did did the complicated, dangerous Aeon Tia. And then he also taught all of his Elantrians, I'm assuming like the first letter of the Aeon Alphabet because all they're doing is like a simple line and it, all it does is like cast a fireball which is probably <laughs> independently very weak but since he brought everybody they're all doing it at the same time and he's like on three and then they go and duh! and then they draw it and then little fireballs like come out so now the calv- cavalry has arrived that's so funny mm-hmm yeah, now, now is it too complicated? Oh. No, it's okay. I was just looking at the shape. What is it? Okay, so it's a circle with like a square and an X in the middle. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty simple. <laughs> now we flip back to Diloph, and he's just like, Ugh, fools. And then we find out that it took the power of 50 deaths to create his power that made him resistant to any attacks by the door oh yeah so that's why has... huh. oh go for it oh i was gonna say and he has a power to undo a endor power oh yeah mm-hmm. yep so even though the monks are way better trained there's just so many elantrians that it is kind of overwhelming and deloft's men are falling but he's like no i'm gonna keep going I think all the Elantrians came, and then all of D'Loth's army were like, "Ah, Elantrians!" So they focused on them, but then yeah. D'Loth was still going after Serene, and oh yes, mm-hmm. oh so King Aventio he ran down a side alley, and then D'Loth was chasing the king, and then he knew that Serene and Rayoden would chase him. Yeah. Okay. Again, they fall directly into the trap. But I guess they're trying to save it you. So what are you gonna do? I think Rayodin's feeling really buff right now. He's feeling unstoppable. <laughs> okay, so then D'Loth comes and he's like about to attack Sarid and um, Rayodin, and they try to sword fight him off, but they just can't. And then who comes out of the shadows? But Harathen. Bum bum bum. And Harathen has his little like Buzz Lightyear forearm thing. And, yes. <laughs> um, Diloth tries to hit it with the sword, but it like bounces off because it turns out that was his one bone that was changed when he was in Dakor. So he has super powers mm-hmm. in that one arm. In the one arm. <laughs> yep. So then he's able to kill Diloth. And then now Rayoden's. after. Yeah. He dies. Rathenized. We thought he was dead before, but now he's dead for sure. Yeah oh, here we go. Um, so Raiden's like, I can't believe you guys followed me. That's so crazy. And then Galladin snorted. We had Ash call ahead to make sure you arrive safely. We're not Kayana or like crazy people, unlike our king. So, okay. Good job. Good job, Sanderson. Yeah, Galadin's the only that. one with brains. I agree. <laughs> yeah. The other crazy thing is, is that so, they have all these injuries, of course, because they just did war. And then Rayodin's like, All right, guys, I'm going to show you the healing Aeon, the most complicated one of all. If you mess up <laughs> one little spot, they're going to die. And uh, then they just all start doing it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Galadin saves Rayodin's hand. And I just felt like it was, he was like doing surgery after watching a YouTube video. I was like, My gosh. But it worked. You know what? It Anything goes right now, anything can happen, anything goes. Um, now we're at the final chapter of the book, and how else could we end this other than with Serene's wedding? Of course. No. <laughs> but it, yeah,
1: we ha- we we have not talked about the final battle, okay, enough.
0: Oh, oh, okay, let's go back. Right
1: between Delof and Ryoden, This was so Dragon Ball Z, right? Like first yeah. you have a character who levels up super much. Yeah. And then you have another character who levels up super much. But then, to make it challenging, you've got to level him down. Yeah. So then they level him down, and then, I don't know. The, the whole thing was just, like, stupid to me.
0: It it was definitely, like, Attack of the Titans, just level up, level up, and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And this is really, I think we had talked about on our last episode with Sam. This is, we're really in, the roller coaster is off the rails. We are in a spaceship. Anything goes. Anything, anything goes. Up is down, down is up. People learn surgery from a YouTube video. (laughs) 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 People are powering up, powering down. Someone who was dead somehow came back to life to kill someone who's way too strong for Ray Odin to take care of. But with his last ounce of energy he's able to kill him somehow yeah nothing makes sense but that's okay <laughs> I guess <sighs> yeah it's changed. what do you guys think about Aventio and all this because he seems to just always be running away into the alleyway I I think there's something more with him and him and I don't think it's as copacetic is that the word Sure, yeah. As they both make it out to be. I think that there's some I don't think they're both as innocent as they pretend. Wow, I didn't know the word copacetic. It's a good one. What is it? (laughs) What do you think it means? What's your I think it means like
1: (laughs) she's so glad to learn a word she doesn't even know what it means.
0: (laughs) Well, no, I know what it means. I looked it up. I looked it up. I didn't know what it meant before. Oh, okay. I thought, like, oh, copacetic meant, like, like you're good, I'm good, we're copacetic.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. It, yeah, it says, in excellent order. Yeah. I think it's copacetic. That's a good one. Yeah. Like, yeah. foppish. Sam, did you know the word foppish? Yeah. What? <laughs> From before?
1: <laughs> yeah, wh- why wouldn't I know what the word foppish is?
0: We didn't know what it was, and we Googled it. We thought we knew what it was. What do you think it means? We'll quiz you right now. A dandy. Where did you learn the word foppish? Did you learn it from our podcast or did you know it before?
1: Well, oh, I mean, I, I learned it from your podcast, yeah. Oh! <laughs> We're talking but, about
0: before. But
1: but I would have been able to guess that because you would talk about a foppish haircut or something like that.
0: Oh, I've never heard of that.
1: Oh, yeah. I I mean, I I had before hearing it in the podcast, I had read it in the book. And I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have said dandy, right? But in the context of the word, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay,
0: you're... that's politician speak for, yeah, no, that's exactly what I said. And you're like, what? No. <laughs> you, said, <laughs> you said you knew what it meant. Then you I said did. you knew what it meant after we explained it on the podcast. Then <laughs> you said that you would have been able to figure it out. <laughs> but you wouldn't have used the right term. You would have used a different term, but it was correct.
1: <laughs> it was correct.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: let's see. Any more on the final battle? Because we have to get uh, to Serene's wedding.
1: Okay, let's get to Serene's wedding. We got. We got. Number, Number, Number
0: seven. Number seven. Okay. Okay. So There's sixty-three. It's called Tayo, which means majesty. And of course, we see uh, uh, Rayoden and Serene get married, and there's a big line at the end. That could either the it's going to be in the cringe or cute game, and we'll see what we all think. All right. Well, Serene, this is finally. I'm like, this is how you have to do it to get married, lady. I Serene grabbed Rayoden's arm in a firm grip. Walk, she ordered, nodding toward the doorway. This time, she wasn't letting go until someone married them. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> really. <laughs> Like if you're getting married, it's you handcuffing Rayoden to yourself (laughs) and walking him down the aisle with you. Oh my gosh. (sighs) Oh crazy. So we get a line about the seons. We had wondered how they were created. Rayodon planned to interrogate the other Elantrians in hopes of discovering more about Seons. It disturbed him that throughout his studies, readings, and learnings, he had never discovered exactly how Seons were created, if indeed they were even creations of Aeondor. So, just giving little hints of what the next book will probably cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and we're learning more about Aeondor, where the Dorethi monks, like in their bones, they had their own version of Aeondor. And it says, Rayodin was beginning to suspect there was more than one way to access the door because the Dorethi had some version of it. And then also, Shudin, when he was doing his little ballet dance, he was glowing. So he also somehow found a way to access it. Yes. So interesting. So now they had their big wedding. It sounds like it was a Catholic mass because they said it was long, lengthy, and often dry. So (laughs) you thought of my wedding? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so now it's the end and <laughs> <laughs> say no <laughs> <laughs> it's okay and ray odin says was it everything you hoped for you said that you had been anticipating this moment for your entire life oh my gosh and this is probably where you want to do the Cringer cute.
1: Yeah. Go for it.
0: Serene says, it was wonderful. However, there's one thing I've been looking forward to even more than my wedding. Ryodin raised an eyebrow. She smiled mischievously. The wedding night. <sighs> <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm glad there's an epilogue to watch my palette of the last <laughs> line. <laughs> you oh like, my god. You're like, three.
1: The good Mormon girls and boys are looking forward to.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I know. This emphasis on sexual intimacy. Like, it is the end-all, be-all. This is why we exist for everything. It's just, like, wow. <sighs> Okay, that was horrible. That's probably why Serena has been single for so long. <laughs> she does things like this. <laughs> oh man. All right, ready for the epilogue? That's it. Take us away. Right. So, this chapter is called um, On, which means truth. And here we kind of go into the future a little bit and we see oh, it's only a week actually, but so much had happened as per usual. Um, mm-hmm. Rayodin and Serene are married and they're ruling with such love and goodness. Um, and then we have a memorial service for Harathon. Mm-hmm. That's a big moment at the end. Yes. Okay. Um... So we see... Oh, yeah. I was gonna yep. say, so we see that now that Rayodin's in power, um, Rayodin had been making his own society in Elantris and Serene had been trying to revamp airline society with the boys club. Uh, We see what they actually do is they make each lord a servant of Elantris, charging them with the responsibility of caring for the people in the remote remote parts of the country. The nobility became less aristocrats and more food distributors, which in a way is what they should have been doing in the first place. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I, I got a little bit of a I I feel like that's in character with Ryoden and Serene. I do feel Mm -hmm. like that's a little bit of um Bonnie Garmus style. Yeah. Brandon Sanderson (laughs) is like popping out. (laughs) It's like yeah. Yes. This is this is my comment on how the world should be. I agree. It was a little like okay. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Cringer cute. Ryodin is glowing. He is a powerful source of pride and hope. And Serene says no matter how metallically bright his skin became, it could never match the radiance of his soul. So I thought that was okay. I thought that was cute and the reason why is because in the book that caused this chasm to occur the holy people in that land are called radiance. Oh. And I feel like it is like a Ooh. a wink and a nod to that. But if that's not what it was and it was just the radiance of his soul like truly, crunch.
1: Well, this book was written before that book. So, do you think Sanderson when he wrote this line had that in mind?
0: He writes all of he like writes multiple books at the same time, I guess. So, he okay. writes every single day, but he doesn't always want to work on the same one. Okay. So, I think that's how he keeps himself out of writer's block maybe. So I thought it was you know. kind of cute. I didn't think it was total cringe. Yeah. Okay. Um, Now, let's see. Uh, we get a little this- bit more. Oh, yeah. You can go. Okay. This is something that I thought was a plot hole is because when Aiden threw himself on the body pyre, Luca was like, oh, my gosh, how crazy. But then we see. Um, just behind Rayodin and Lucal, she could she, Serene, could make out the silver skin form of Aiden, Deora's second son. According to Lucal, the Shayod had taken Aiden five years before, but the family had determined to cover up his transformation with makeup rather than throw him into a Yeah, that's right. And I'm like, did he not know? Maybe this is to Sam's point, Aiden was added in after the fact, and Sanderson forgot to tie up that sentence. <laughs> That's
1: good That's hilarious. <laughs> he, he, he forgot to tie up the sentence
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know he, he forgot to edit that one so i don't know that just didn't make sense to me you know what actually okay okay no i'm reading i flip back to that part where aiden throws himself onto the pile of the lantrians and yeah. actually i think it does fit because it says luke will reach for his brother but it was too late And then it shows Aiden walking over and it's the soldier's eyes opened wide and jumped back and was surprised. So Lucal, I don't think, is surprised. It's the other people who are like, What's this kid doing? Let me see. Cause I remember reading that and being like, he doesn't know that he is a Lantrian. I thought that if you read the full context of it, but you're saying maybe it could look okay. I think so, because Lucal's trying to stop his brother from joining them. So I think he kinda has an idea of like uh he he belongs. Oh, uh, okay. So maybe we miss that the first time. Cause I, I also oh. thought that though. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Either way. Now now we're gonna wrap up the story with Terenna and Shuden. And whose grave are they at? Um, Ahan, we see, has lost an alarming amount of weight. Just wanted to throw that in there. But he's still overweight. The door opened, Trina climbed out, leading her overweight father, Count Ahan. Ahan hadn't been the same since Royal's death. He spoke in dazed, sickly voice, and he had lost an alarming amount of weight. Gosh. Okay, but they're walking towards, there's four graves, and mm-hmm. um, there's Aiden's grave, and then four just like it. The resting places of Royal, Iandel, Karada, and a man named sailin um, and the last one didn't have a body, but Rayodan insisted it be there. Okay, my question though is I thought all the Elantrians like they came back together when the power came, so I thought Karada would be alive. I, I think if you, I guess, I guess if you cut off their head, that was too much, maybe
1: that makes sense. Usually that's pretty, pretty final,
0: or like other maybe the on fire? other people they were starting to melt. It was like happening simultaneously. And I think like with the other people, like their heads were maybe like so nearly headless Nick, (laughs) (laughs) where it's like, it's attached a little bit. So then it could just like stick back together. But Carada's was completely decapitated. So maybe that was like done, done because they do say, they said in the previous chapter, we didn't highlight it, but Elantrians heal quickly, but they're not immortal. So you can still even kill an Elantrian. If you, you know, damage them enough, I guess
1: this is reminiscent of what happens to Vision in um, what's that show, uh, Endgame, where they're able to bring everybody back, but they can't bring back Vision and they can't bring back Black Widow, right? Because oh
0: uh, yeah,
1: they were th- they died previously.
0: Yeah, you're mm-hmm. talking about the uh, Marvel movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. But Karada, she's she's dead, dead. I'm surprised so. Iodin, well, I guess they explain this. Because I was at first I was surprised that Iodin was there. But they say every lesson has two sides. It was important for them to remember Iodin's sickening greed as it was to remember royal sacrifice. I guess we won't remember royal being a creep. That's not <laughs> on the creep. <grave. laughs> that wasn't a lesson we wanted to take away. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. right. Then there's Do one wanna... last grave. Yep. You wanna wrap it up? Take us home. Sure. So there's one last grave piled high like the others, and it's for Harathan. And Serena's gonna be the what's that called? Like the funeral person. She's given the speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gives this long speech about Herathan. Um let's see, what, were there any parts you guys picked out from there? I just had her little monologue and then the last line. Yeah. Yeah. So she says, like, I didn't really know Herath. and She has this funny line where she said, I always assumed that I could come to understand a man through being his enemy, which is kind of crazy. But anyways, she, of course, did oh, not I... know him. She didn't see his internal conflict. But the big message she wants people to take away is that when you remember this man, think not of an enemy. Think of a man who longed to protect Aralon and its people. Think of the man he became, the hero who saved your king. My my husband and I would have been killed by the monster Dakhor had Harathan not arrived to protect us. At the end, she says, when you speak of this man, let it be known that he died in our defense. Let it be said that after all else, Harathan, Gjorn of Shudreth, was not our enemy. He was our savior. I thought even though the last little bit of this was a little, we we're in a spaceship off the rails. I thought that was a perfect last line. Oh, really? Because Well, because Hrathen came in saying, I'm going to be the savior of these people. Yeah, that's true. And so that just felt like a really great way to wrap up Hrathen's arc.
1: I think it is for him. I I find it hard to believe that they're going to take an effigy or whatever, a monument to to this guy uh, of a people group that killed a bunch of people.
0: Well, I think the last thing too is we haven't talked about this in a minute, is that all those religions are about unity. Yeah. And so I think by honoring the bad and the good, that's the only way you can really like unify everyone.
1: I I, I hear what you're saying, but if I was gonna like make a point of somebody, like why don't you call it karata?
0: Yeah, I know. Well you know, she wasn't I'll, a man she's character. a woman. So. Oh, that's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there are no men there or <laughs> there, there are no women <laughs> monuments only men <laughs> yeah I, I thought it was interesting i guess i was just a little surprised I was like oh like the whole big climax moment was about harapin and i guess in hindsight like i guess this makes sense like i don't know what else i would want to put there so, and I think it did kind of go full circle of, like, rethinking your assumptions, because, like, mm-hmm. they all assumed they knew what Harathan was about, but then he, like, came back and surprised them all. So, I think it was And I think, And I think also just, like, a story about, like, it's never too late to do the right thing. Yeah. You know? Because I think a lot of people feel, like, because it was so hard for Harathan to do the right thing, because in order to do so, he had to accept that he had done so many wrong things yeah that's a good point it's
1: like i'm a bad dude
0: yeah (laughs) he had to recognize that he wasn't their savior he was actually their tormentor and that was the only way he could actually become their savior yeah Hmm. so we've been potting now for like four hours no three hours so i know we're all exhausted but what are your final thoughts on the book
1: uh fun ride elements that were really cool didn't like regret reading the book after i read it so that's always a good thing right if mm-hmm. i don't regret it um i would say that it definitely felt very rushed as we said many times towards the second half yeah uh did not like the final battle at all yeah and i'd be interested in going back to this world
0: mm-hmm. oh we see a part two on our hands <laughs> for the next eight months. Oh, my God. I don't know.
1: Let's let's not get out of hand here, people.
0: <laughs> all right, Chrissy, yeah. what were your thoughts? I think kind of same. I really did enjoy the story. Um, I really enjoyed all of our conversations about it. I think I had a lot of really good themes that we talked about, about like life and how to live. Uh, so I liked that. The ending was very rushed. It was kind of a wild time but good overall okay so how many bookaliciouses how many how many what what are what's our ranking game like not just one to ten are we gonna have a it could be a one to ten but you know like how many bookies or how many oh we're starting a new segment on the first book we finished yeah like how many what's going to be our award system how many fan emails?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> zero. <laughs>
0: oh, boy. No. No. Okay. We'll just, for right now, it'll just be on a scale of one to five. How many? How many? Five being great, one being don't read. Five being recommend to a friend, one being don't read. Um, I would say three and a half to a four. Okay. It's like, it's a good book. I liked it. Um, I think reading it along with listening to our podcast makes it an even better book. (laughs) I agree with that. It is weird, though, because I feel like I can never reread this book because I just know it in such detail at this moment. Like, I don't think I'll ever forget all of the detail. (laughs) There's no point. No point. But I I thought it was really good. Yeah, I'd recommend what about you. Would you recommend to a friend, or would you recommend to an enemy? Uh,
1: I mean, I I recommend it to a friend with a caveat.
0: Yeah, what's your caveat? Right. Watch out for part two.
1: Yeah, it just it, it. I mean, it's fine. I, I, there are books I would recommend ahead of it. Yeah. Right. There are books I would recommend ahead of it, and so I think that's, um, for me, a big aspect of it is that, yeah, I would definitely recommend books ahead of it.
0: Yeah. yeah. I definitely understand that. Um, I think I would give it, even though I say this is my favorite Sanderson book and one of my favorite books, I think I would still give it a four out of five um, just because there was some turbulence in the Mm -hmm. playing craft to get like a perfect five. Cause I think the story itself was really good and I liked the mystery and the intrigue and I liked how it felt for a lot of it, very logical and thought out, but the missteps where it got like a little shaky or a little like, okay, you have to suspend belief. And I don't think I yeah. can give you a full five if I'm having to suspend belief for a large yeah. segment of the book. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's some character arcs I wish I'd gone a different way. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Another segment we had when we first started this podcast eight months ago was when we finish a book on that imaginary day, which has finally come oh. is – what questions would you want to ask the author? Oh, I think we've been asking them all the long all the way. We have. What's your top two or three? Did the end of the book come because of a deadline? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Does that explain? Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Was this the horse meme? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you run out of time? <laughs> That's good. That's, That's good. my question. Sam, what would be your question?
1: If I could ask him anything about the book?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I guess one thing, I, I'm curious, like, how do you go, and because he would have these, like, really crazy um, movements from, like, it's GPG and then it's like r
0: and yeah so
1: a little bit of like wh- what were you thinking there yeah like not in the like tone. a mean way i think but
0: just like the tone whiplash
1: yes the tone whiplash that's a good way of putting it
0: yeah i think that's a good point too because it, it was like very jarring where you're like Okay, everything's fine. Oh, look, they're shooting just slit someone down the middle. And oh my God, he's, eat- he's eating their organs. <laughs> Next chapter. Next chapter. <laughs> Next chapter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right, Chrissy, what's your question? Okay, mine, I have two, two questions. One is, was Aiden added in as an afterthought? And oh, second one. question is, if you could change anything about Delof's character or his story arc, what would you change? And why? Because there's things I would change. <laughs> Those are
1: great. Those are great. Those are good
0: ones. Oh, I think maybe another one would be, um, are you against fat people? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's if you're going to go there,
1: you might as well start talking about, like, are you against women?
0: Are you against women? I think he <gasps> yeah. would say no. Yeah, did you hate Serene also while writing this? (laughs) (laughs) We came around to her at the end, though. Like, this whole section we did today, there weren't really any bad Serene moments. No, aside from her weird penis joke. Oh, yeah, that was a weird one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I have one last thing. I mean, unless people have other things. But if we wanted to keep the party going later, there is a deleted scene section. Of this book and part of it does answer one of your questions candy about the half drawn horse meme where in the deleted scenes it's a whole other character that sanderson had that he was going to introduce like three-fourths away through the book who's going to be this major character who comes out of nowhere and then he was like basically he said my editor said no <laughs> so here's <laughs> his deleted scenes." <laughs> I don't think I have that deleted scenes in this little paperback book that I have. Does yours say 10,000 words of bonus content? Because I'm wondering if those are the 10,000 words. (laughs) Those must be the 10,000 words because look, mine doesn't have it. Oh yeah, mine has a little metal. Oh, I don't have the metal. Well, Chrissy, maybe you'll have to read it to me and tell me. Look what happened to my book, Sam. Oh my gosh. The whole thing's falling apart. (gasps) Okay.
1: I I think that is a, a, a metaphor of the plot.
0: Three fourths of the way through, it just all comes off the rails. (laughs) The pages just start flying, they're out of order, but it doesn't matter because nothing makes sense anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so would you wanna do another fantasy epic like this on Book Alicious Chrissy? Are you is your palate quenched? No, I mean I liked it. I haven't read a lot of fantasy, so this was a nice change and it was good reading a New book like that. Um, I don't... Let's see. I feel like maybe a shorter book for at least the near future might be a good idea just so we can finish some books. It's so crazy because I didn't even think it was that long of a book. Well, there's just so much that happens. I guess we didn't think we'd be going so slow because The Fault in Our Stars we did in two parts. We did broad strokes the whole time. Yeah, I feel like because in The Fault in Our Stars there's just really one storyline. That's true. Yeah. And it's a, it's a very, and I think that's something with YA is that it's normally just a very simple plot, not a lot happening, love triangle along the way. Who's the girl going to pick? She picks one, the end. No, no, Sam, you got to read the fall in our stars. We need to do a re reunion episode with the fall in our stars, because I think it's a great book and it has great themes brings up great questions about life we might need a a brother tiebreaker (laughs) Ah. okay so that's it how do you feel do you feel accomplished i don't know what i'm gonna do without elantris i know i'm kind (laughs) of sad it's been so long i've really liked reading elantris i'm kind of bummed that we now we're only going to have lessons in chemistry oh no i can't do it (laughs) (laughs) just stop reading it (laughs) no well i think i do think with lessons in chemistry we're on the uptick because i haven't been dreading the last few chapters like i'm actually kind of excited to keep reading it now because things look good and this is such a bestseller where i'm like it has to be good in the end there's got to be some payoff yeah gotta be Cool. All right. right. Well, this is it. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you, Sam, for sticking with us for over three hours. Wow, exhausting. Thank you. This is hopefully going to be our winter rations for December. I know.
1: (laughs) Better parse it out.
0: Yeah, a ten-minute episode each. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I think we have a lot of content here. We can we can spread it out. Yeah, Chris, you better watch out. I might. Yeah. I might have a new co-host by the time you come back. Oh we'll no. See.
1: Listen, <laughs> okay. if you want to do a different book, I'll do a different book with you during December. But I'm not yeah. I'm not doing
0: lessons in chemistry. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm not doing that.
0: Okay. Maybe we can find like a short mini one or something to do in December.
1: Well, we could do a <laughs> short mini one or we could even maybe I don't know if you wanna do this, but like take one book and do it in like one, like one episode on it or two episodes. And say, okay, oh. we have to cover you. See what I'm saying? Yeah, instead of going chapter by chapter. Right. Yeah.
0: So okay. if you want to do we some, could...
1: some one-offs or something like that.
0: Yeah, that might be good to just get us through December. Okay. Well, this was great. Cool. Let me go. I hit stop recording. Yeah. Yeah. And then when okay. you end, you'll get the file. Okay. Thanks for listening to this episode of Book If you like this discussion, please rate or subscribe to our channel to help other book lovers find this content as well. If you have any questions or suggestions for future books, we'd love to hear from you at bookalicious.pod at gmail.com. As always, thanks for joining our club.